Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is presented by Hummel Casino. Fun above all else. No, Woods isn't back yet, so I can keep talking basketball. Oh, oh he's yeah, back, I can. He's back. He's back. He's back. He's back. UNLV he's upset back. eighth ranked Creighton last night. How about Northwestern last night? Northwestern ben, lost last night, right? Yeah, to Chicago State. Did you go to any of those schools? I did not. Okay. I went near both of them. I think <laughs> I've never heard of Chicago State, but but uh, uh, Mount West is having a good year so far in basketball. Colorado State having a really good season. Uh, New Mexico. Nevada, obviously San Diego State. Now UNLV, who wasn't even that good, beats a top 10 team in the country uh, on their own floor in Las Vegas. So uh, you could definitely, they could be a four-bid league again this year with a good non-conference resume that they've put together. But we don't have to talk any more basketball. You're back. Yeah. You're here. Go ahead, though, if you want. No, I'm it's good. That's uh, I got I get enough basketball in me. Cool. And, and I think Paulie's actually going to bring up some more hoops in the Rindle Report as well. Which is a lot of hoop talk. I get that for a okay. show that doesn't do a ton of basketball, especially this time of the year. Yeah. But hey, if the Padres aren't going to make any moves, there's only so many times we can talk about the Dodgers signing Shohei Otani as well. <laughs> Wait till the clause comes out in his contract. What was that... the um, his his jersey has already? Yeah, they it set a record on on uh, Fanatics or whatever. Yeah, yeah, set some record. seventeen. Yeah, number yeah. 17. And I saw people buying 22 Yankees jerseys. Yeah. I've never totally understood. Well, you have to. Because there's no, but there's no well, n- name on the back. Well, right. Which is great because if you had a Jacoby Ellsbury jersey, you now have a Juan Soto jersey. <laughs> but you actually. That's yes, like an upgrade. You said yesterday, too. You're like, I mean, he's only going to be there for a year, maybe. Why would you buy a Juan Soto jersey? Because it can go next year to whoever else, you know, is a free agent. Hassan Kim, maybe. Uh, number twenty-two for the Yankees next year. You never know, uh, but so yeah, that's. I guess that's the good. <laughs> like you had 
Jimmy Key was 22. <laughs> and then you had Roger Clemens was 22. Ellsbury was 22. And now you have Juan Soto. You're like, cool. I'll just keep recycling. I'd be worried, these. though, that they get the wrong impression. Like, oh, Clemens fan. So, no, not really. No, 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 no. I no, love Jimmy really. Key. I'm not, a huge really. Jimmy Key guy. <laughs> <laughs> I think now this year they'll know who. It's Do Yankee fans ever like customize and like put names on the back they, of jerseys? Put, that would look weird they, too. They 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 put uh, their name or they put the player's name on it, which is very weird. I it always bothered me a little bit. I get it; it's their tradition, but it gives you the sense that they feel like they're extra special. So you're a me guy, then? I'm not a me guy. I'm a I'm a. The Yankees feel like they are trying to separate themselves. There's there's 29 teams that put their names on the jerseys. And then there's the extra special team that we should all care about a little bit more that doesn't do it. I think it's and the, the one I I've, I've always cuz the Irish do it too. They they wear the 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 just the jersey. They don't have names on the back as well. And I think it's promoting the the concept of team. Right. That well, you shouldn't even have numbers then that, to really promote well, no, team. You have to be able to identify who oh, they okay. are. Right. I mean, <laughs> that guy passes to that guy, and he's running. Oh, what a block by him! You really knew your players. Couldn't you identify them by sight with at their some helmet? Point? I'll give you fifty <laughs> NFL players, just the back, and you tell me who they are. That'd be a great bit, college coach. We don't want to be known as a team of individuals. There will be no names or numbers. No numbers on the back of Correct. the jersey. I think the referees might have an issue with that. I, I will say this though, as far as dumb policies <laughs> holding go, the, on the um, well, the really tall, big white guy, guy on yeah. the offensive line. <laughs> the, as far as dumb policy goes, the beard and facial hair bit—that's one I could get behind immediately. Saying you need to bang that ASAP. You know what I mean? It's tired. Uh, it's that we're we're past that. Time. It doesn't even make sense anymore. It doesn't, man. It really doesn't. Fashions change. Yeah, a hundred percent. Like, I mean, what just... if the Yankees had instituted a rule like, hey, on team buses you have to wear tab collars because they were that's what was you know fashionable at the time that they instituted. You always have to update even dress codes and policies like that. Yeah, no question. Makes no sense. No question about it. I mean, that's that talk about a dumb policy. That's a dumb policy. It just is. There's just you it's it, you you're not You're the, making you're, your players look creepy is what you're doing you at are, this point. You're not the you're not the military. You're a baseball team. You don't they don't need to be uniform. They don't. They can still be themselves and be a, a good part of the team. It just doesn't now, make any if sense. If you still want to be the Yankees and you can say, "Hey, any facial hair must be neatly trimmed." If you Why don't want, even do that? If, yeah, well, if you don't want them to look like Justin Turner's all over the place, well, I get it. As long as they win, who cares? You know, I, they're, okay. they're not hurting anyone. I, I get it. I mean, it, it is a team, and I think there is some room for some sort of uniformity among your players. But that rule in particular, no, the but no facial the, hair. But what? It, you are allowed mustaches, though, right? The mustache is fine. The the creepiest facial hair of all, <laughs> other than the soul patch, which I rocked. So. <laughs> it's just I mean, how far could their mutton chops go down and be okay? It's very... if they go down to like like Jedediah level, like a- Andrew Luck. Well, for me, is that okay for the Yankees, or where where's the cutoff? For me, it was it was always like, don't you want your guys to be comf- comfortable? No. You can't wear sweatpants out there. They they have a uniform for a reason. Just wear the uniform, but what's on your arms or your neck or your hair length or whatever um, is weird to me. It's always been weird. It's just dumb. The uh, the Warriors may be instituting a new policy. 
Don't hit other players. Pauly, take it away with the Ronda Report. And get things started here with our edition, today's edition oh, of boy. the Rindle Report. Now tuned into the motherfucking greatest. Welcome to the Rindle Report with Paul Rindle. Hi, Paul. All right. Two stories from the world of sports that we haven't gotten to yet. We'll start off in Major League Baseball. And one story that you didn't know you needed. Are you laughing, Biot? It's the Rindle Report. Hey, Paul, how you doing? Okay, how are you? On 97.3 The Fan. Are you ready to bless the mood? I need some help, please. <laughs> that was good. Can I get a all right. All right. All right. Gentlemen, we will start off in the NBA. Just an update on a story we talked about yesterday. It was in Don't Do This. Draymond Green was ejected from the game the other night for what he said was trying to sell a call, flailing his arms, trying to sell it to the referees. I, I saw a little bit of that. I mean, there was definitely some floppage going he on also in what turned he was around doing. And smacked Yusuf uh, Nurkic in the side he of the head. He went I, hard, I have dude. a brother. Everyone's done the old move. Oh, I'm falling over the place, and I accidentally hit my sibling. It wasn't on purpose. You should, If you only knew how many accidents <laughs> happened in our home on a nightly, I accidentally <laughs> fell and dragged him into the coffee table. Every single night of my life. Well, he was given a flagrant foul and two, flagrant foul two, and ejected from the game. And we speculated that he's going to get suspended. Oh yes, yeah, no like this was not the first time. Wasn't the second, third, fourth, or fifth time. Like he he's got a history of doing well, this. I believe he's been suspended five times in his career well, before this year. Five times in his career. Four times already this year is what I read. If that's accurate, is what he's been ejected this year. He hasn't been suspended ejected. four times. Yes. He's been ejected four times. Five ejections previously for so he was, this year. He was suspended indefinitely. He's, a, he's the increasing NBA. the pace. He's going through saying. it right now. Now, this was it says by the NBA, not by the Warriors. So the NBA issued this. He is suspended indefinitely. That's all we know. That announcement came down yesterday. The NBA's uh, press release said the indefinite suspension takes into account Green's repeated history of unsportsmanlike acts. Yeah, I mean, I mean he's he's going through. He's got to go to counseling and and all that. And like in the playoffs last year, he's kicking guys in the you know the downstairs. I, I think this is tough for Draymond coming back because part of his value is being Draymond yes. out there and being a little unpredictable and being an enforcer. So, what's the first thing you do if you're his opponent? Yeah, you try to go to try to get under his skin. Every, the first second he's on the court, oh, how counseling go? <laughs> How you doing? You good? Pinching him and stuff? Like, it's, I mean, it's I don't think really... the Warriors want some timid, tame Draymond right. out there. They just want him to not completely lose his cool Again, punch and people. you know get, get suspended and thrown out of games. But Is... they're going to be watching him. I mean, they always do, but they're going to be. I mean, now it's like. How, how many times did Bill Lambeer get ejected? I, have, I don't know the answer to that, oh. but you can, be a, you can be a tough guy without necessarily crossing the line. And he's got to figure out how to do that. So dirty, dude. Let beer. <laughs> but now it's going to be harder because, you know, officials are going to be watching even closer everything that he does, which now he's made his own life tougher by crossing the line too many times. Next up, we've got a story here. Uh, some strange baseball memorabilia. You've seen over the years the baseball bat, like a slur of the card. Or a hat, or a jersey, or shoot something, yep. player game worn item. They take a little snippet of it, they put it inside of a trading card, and uh, 
Tops, the trading card company, is selling Juan Soto Zoom used apparel. Like you can get a trading card with Juan Soto and it's going to have pieces of the hat and the jersey that he wore in his uh, press conference for the Yankees. Why would anyone want this? I, I it's don't. not a historic occasion. It's, no, it's a, a boring. It's not even like game worn. It's a boring Zoom. It's not even an in person news conference. It's a boring online Zoom news conference. Why did they do it? Because people will buy well, it. Well, here's why because uh, you can get it for the hat cards were listed for $349.99. The shirt cards were $89.99. All right. I am wearing a gray sweatshirt for the show today. <laughs> Would anyone like to buy Paulie, go get me some the scissors. sweatshirt that Ben <laughs> wore on the December 14th episode of Ben and Woods? We'll start the bidding at. $300 right now Tom, for my sweatshirt. Tom says in the chat, <laughs> I, do I believe this? Is this? Do you guys remember this? He said they sold Manny Machado tablecloth relics from his introductory Padres press I do not remember, no I don't remember that. That cannot happen. There's no <laughs> I, way. I hope it didn't. I hope it didn't. <laughs> I, I mean. Sorry, by the way, if you're listening and you did that. You could sell like actual locks of Manny's hair. <laughs> I have no interest. <laughs> Locks of his hair. How much can we sell of Ben Higgins? You... He doesn't really have locks. He, no. He shaves show, it pretty tight. Show worn. Tom says it did. I promise. There's no way. There's no way. You know who our beloved Charisma would have bought it. So Charisma, if you're listening, how much did you pay for Manny's tablecloth piece? Was it just the tablecloth piece or was it like part of a trading card? I don't, I don't like know. Like those Soto cards. Can you imagine getting just, hey, that's not connected to a card. It's just a piece of the tablecloth. In some little plastic. <laughs> Charisma says calling me out here. Yeah. I mean, you have a lot of pottery stuff. I want to know what you paid for Manny's tablecloth. That's, <laughs> that's what I want to Getting know. offers in for my my game-used sweatshirt How here. How much? Uh, let's he see. says he'll pay $400. Don't, Don't wash, wash it. it. That's creepy, dude. <laughs> that's disgusting. But... It exists. People ben say it's a baseball card bucks. with a tablecloth in it. I am speechless. I'm blown away. Apparently, this is a thing. Now, again, this could be three old guys that don't <clears throat> aren't into the the collecting scene, and this is the way that they do things now. I'm more than willing to admit that. <clears throat> All right. Well, if you wouldn't spend that much money on a Juan How much, Soto How much? <laughs> Zoom press conference trading card, would you spend money on – try not to throw up here <clears> – Doritos – Flavored uh, nacho cheese flavored liquor. Oh, I saw this yesterday. Doritos is releasing nacho cheese flavored liquor that they say tastes exactly like a nacho cheese Dorito. <coughs> That's the bad thing, though. They've teamed up with uh, the brand can't... Empirical, and oh, it shut. says they're creating a booze that tastes just like the chips' classic nacho cheese flavor. It's the nacho cheese spirit was made using real Doritos chips and alcohol. <laughs> you're, not, you're not making it any better here. I'm just telling there you. There are what some the... things that you just don't want to go together. It, uh, some things you don't want to taste in a liquid alcohol yes. form. These, now, will be, uh, these will be sold starting in 2024 for about $65, it says. They'll be sold online as well as select California and New York markets. You guys. Tom sent me on eBay. No, he didn't. The Manny Machado card with the tablecloth. If you'd like to see it, it's here on my <laughs> computer. Uh, you, it can be yours now. 
for the cool price of one ninety nine ninety five, two hundred dollars. <laughs> it's a picture of Manny, and then there is a, a piece of tablecloth. It's got a stamp on it. It is a real. <laughs> Are we? I don't know what the market is for our merch and stuff, but I feel like maybe we're selling ourselves short. I um. There's mean, the there's the card. What, I'm, I'm got, looking at tops. I got two flip flops on. I got shorts. I got I'll a belt. sell you everything. I got, I got I underwear. Have. Yeah. Now that. Technically, it's the second straight day I've worn it. I don't know if that makes it more or less valuable. Do you ever have that dilemma? It's laundry. And I was down to like the crispy boxer, emergency boxer shorts that I don't really like. But I had not really done anything in the underwear I wore yesterday. So I just decided to stick with it for another day until I could get the laundry done. You're wearing the same underwear you wore? Two days in a row, yeah. Because I don't like the clean ones that I had. But why, I didn't do why? anything. About it. I didn't. Even they're know just kind of they ride up and they're not comfortable. I mean, they're kind of the emergency boxers. Do a wash. I was going to, but I didn't have time yesterday. I never had the chance. I was planning to do it yesterday, and I thought now I've got to do it today. I'll do it tonight. But I just wore it. I just decided I'm just going to wear it straight another day. So I've got it up on the chat. I didn't like uh, work out or anything in it. I just went to work you yesterday. Walked, you, no, you, I, I put it on before TV help. yesterday. You did okay before TV. So like at three o'clock. That's disgusting. And I did not change it then today. That's okay, right? No. no. You slept in it? I did. I slept in it. And I just you scratched, I'm sure. Probably. Is that wrong? Hey, Should you're I have gone a grown with... man. I you're know. not in college. What do you eat cereal in bed and leave a bowl know, next to the thing? I'm just saying that I didn't get to the laundry and I didn't want to wear the one that I. It, it kind of rides up. And it's kind of, well, no, no, no. They're boxers, but they're like those crispy ones. The crispy boxers. I hate crispy boxers. I used to wear those. I used to get packs of those sandpaper and be here's yeah. it, zipping down your fly and pulling the thing oh, all day. I hate like, that. Yeah. Boxer so I decided, are I got, the greatest thing ever I got invented. really comfortable Lulus on, and, and so it's like I'd roll. rather have the comfortable they're so... day olds than the, the clean but uncomfortable But pair. they're so loose now. They're not tight onto your thighs. They're loose. Just because I've been wearing them. Now. Yes, you're disgust. You disgust me right now. <laughs> oh man, I can't believe what I just heard. We have to go to break. This is unbelievable. Mm. What's your limit then? Just ride it. Ride it out as long as you can. <laughs> see if you can make it until Saturday with that. Just see. Like if you were late this morning because you told us I had to stop by buy under Target or something yes. right when they and opened. I'd be like, oh, I get it. No problem. That would have probably need more. Apparently, I need more underwear. I don't have enough. <sighs> mm. All right. Well, a football threesome would be nice around now. <laughs> Time to get it's sexy. Thursday. I'm so. feeling very sexy I'm right sure now. You are. <laughs> yeah. Uh, t- tomorrow, we'll just wear them inside out. Look for all of our show worn clothes on eBay coming up after the program. Back after traffic. Ben and Woods here on 97.3 The Fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. 
Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Really? Really? And I think, I mean... Are we, you insane? I don't. I mean, we already have one poll question out, and I don't think we need another this morning, but I thought this was an easy call, and I was surprised you went the other way. The question that Pauly asked us... Just two seconds yeah. ago. <laughs> Would you wear someone else's washed, clean underwear? We were just talking about underwear, that entire commercial break... And Woods mentioned that he has like 80 pairs of underwear. I, I legit probably, no kidding, probably have 30 pair of underwear <laughs> that are rolled up. It looks like a display. Do you do laundry once a month? I don't do laundry. You never ever. run out does of Does your underwear. family do laundry once a month? My wife does laundry every day. So you, you probably don't need 30 pairs of underwear. I need two. <laughs> one for today and one for tomorrow. And, and then you've got clean. And again. then one, she does laundry every day. And, and then, I tell her, like, you don't have to do this. I'll, A, I said, I'll do my own laundry. She won't let me. So we're talking about this. And then you so told Ben, you're like, I could probably give you 15 pairs I of underwear. I legitimately give you 15 pairs of underwear tomorrow. I would not take it if you've already Why? worn it. Why? It's clean. It's not clean. It is clean. You, if, it's, if it's underwear and you've worn it, it's not clean anymore. <laughs> It's clean. There's no amount of laundry detergent <laughs> in the world that can really take everything out. <laughs> I only wear my hot own water. I only wear my own underwear. Yeah, multiple days in a row. <laughs> but it's my dirt. Let's it's say my filth. I'm okay with here's that. Here's the funny part, and I know he's lying. Not lying, but I know if we went to, we are going to Peoria uh, uh, for fantasy. Camp I won't be wearing a, your underwear in a few there. Weeks. He gets there. Hey, this has happened to me before. I've forgotten to pack underwear. I've forgotten to pack socks. If we got to Peoria and he's going to the store, he, you wouldn't. I will go to the store you without wouldn't. underwear on. If, I will not wear your underwear if, under any if circumstances. Ben, I've got 10 pair. I'm not taking any of them. Unless you're they're brand new in the package, and then fine, I'll take it. But no. No. I'm not wearing someone else's underwear. Not even my own family. Yeah. What, what if somebody socks? asked you to? different conversation <laughs> mm. i hate to interrupt all this jovial fun my head my head just exploded <laughs> we're getting a lot of i wouldn't i would i would not put on anything that has touched anyone else's private parts 
I don't. I mean, I thought it was an easy no. You were an easy yes. If we're in, if we're in Arizona, I would recommend if it was you, don't wear my underwear even if it's clean. What are you doing Why? to your underwear that Nothing. can't be washed out in a wash? I don't trust. I guess I don't trust the washing machine enough. They're so good. <laughs> it's not like we're on the the scrubber, really? out in the yard. <laughs> you know, uh, scrubbing these, the washboard these stains out of this washboard. <laughs> Like they're boiling hot water, they go for forty-five minutes. I usually run the cold cycle because I think that it makes your clothes last longer. You can't run the hot cycle every time. I just—you are unbelievable, man. What is going on? I would wear like I'd wear yours. We got we got a football threesome and Grant Brisby to get to, so we got to keep moving here. Polly, please. Can Ben and Woods interest you in a threesome? A threesome would be fun. Oh, not that kind of threesome. Dang it. We're talking end arounds, the best tight ends in the world. He must work out. And going all the way in this game of inches. Nice. It's the NFL threesome with Ben and Woods. Brought to you by Hamul Casino. Fun above all else on 97.3 The Fan. Personal file, 69, offense. He's giving them the business. All right, we've got some NFL business today here for you. Uh, I will start. Congratulations to your AFC and NFC Players of the Week, Zach Wilson and Tommy DeVito. Just like we all drew it up. And I saw a lot of people. Can you? This is. This would have been unfathomable. The odds of bet that last week, even a, really, you would have bet a dollar to make what, a billion. What dollars. parlay? Yeah. What what could possible parlay odds could you have gotten? A bi- it was on a billion to one. Zach Wilson <laughs> and Tommy DeVito being your players of the week. The two New York quarterbacks for the two teams that have gotten some of the worst quarterbacking play. Like, not just this year, but really, like, historically bad this year. And both of them the same week line up as their conference's players of the week after sensational performances uh, by the Jets and the Giants. It's incredible. A man. stunner. Yeah. An that, absolute stunner. I saw Tommy DeVito's agent was on with Levitard. I saw a clip making the rounds yesterday, and Levitard kept calling it a costume. He's in costume. <laughs> he gets on the thing, and he's like, it ain't no costume. It ain't no costume. My wife tells me I was my, my first life I was in the 20s. Tw- I was born in the 20s. He's amazing. He's uh, working on some opportunities for him and some other clients. Ride this thing out, man, as long as you can, because who knows if it'll ever come it's back. It's great publicity. For it's, both great. Of them. it's great. It's great. It's really cool. Yeah. Um, this is, you know what, man? There's a lot I don't respect about the NFL. A lot. This is one aspect about the NFL. I really do. They legitimately try to improve their officiating. They don't get it right all the time. No league does. They absolutely try to do it. Um, it here's the the article in ESPN. The NFL hears the rampant complaints about its officiating. They're trying to do something about it. Obviously, we're talking about the Mahomes call, the Kadarius Tony. Roger Goodell said, look, I think almost everybody's acknowledged the officials are absolutely correct. That's their job to call a foul. I think it shows how difficult it is to do their job. But um, Troy Vincent, who's the VP of football operations and kind of heads up, your former player, former great player, heads up the uh, officiating scene there. And he said, look, like, we have to act responsibly. We want the game to be played on the field, but we're always looking to improve officiating. It's a constant work in progress. 
Does, do you know of any, like, have you ever seen a statement from Rob Manfred saying, you know, yeah, we got our umpires need to be better. Um, we're missing way too many easy calls, blatant calls, et cetera. Et cetera. I, never, I mean, supposedly, I, never... I think Major League Baseball umpires are supposed to be rewarded with playoff assignments if they do well, but, but it really bro, doesn't make a lot of sense who, gets, saw, who ends up getting there. But no, we saw some horrifically bad. Yeah, we actually, that's why. We yeah. actually saw some horrifically bad regular season umpires in playoff games on the dish in huge, huge games. That, I mean, that, that really happens. Yeah, that was discussed. NFL winter meetings were just going on this week, and Roger Goodell spoke yesterday. Also awarded Super Bowl LXI to SoFi Stadium. Woodsy, what Super Bowl is that? 56, 66, 76, 86, 46. <laughs> LXI. L is what? 50. 50. 51. No, LXI. Come on, come on. 57. You guys are flunking your Roman math classes. X. LXI. LXI. 59. 58. Roger 61. Yes, there you go. I said 61. that. You didn't say 61, did you? I didn't. I didn't think so. Um, tonight, finally, uh, we've got Thursday night football for you Wait, here. You never um, told us where they're awarding it. Oh, SoFi Stadium. <laughs> uh, back to LA. Second time in five years. Wow. And then um, tonight, Chargers Raiders in Las Vegas. Uh, we knew Justin Herbert was out. Now Keenan Allen is out too, because there's no point. Both teams are five and eight. Even if they won all their games, there's almost no chance either of them could make the playoffs. Enjoy that content for you tonight here on 97.3 The Fan. <laughs> We will have Grant Brisby from The Athletic joining us, talking about Shohei spurning the Giants, Jung-Ho Lee going to the Giants. Uh, Will Clark is amazing. I'm sure he's got some thoughts on that. as well. We'll play that audio again and enjoy that. Coming up next with Ben Woods on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Don't forget our fifth annual Bennett Woods Christmas and Holiday Extravaganza is coming up on Wednesday. We're giving away $1,000 gift cards to help families in need buy gifts for the holiday season. You can nominate a family in need by going to 97.3thefansd.com slash holiday. 
Uh, we'll be giving away $1,000 gift cards thanks to some incredible sponsors. We've got Swami's Cafe, a spot to dine and unwind, Seven Mile Casino, just minutes from downtown, Seals Lacrosse, get your tickets at sealslax.com, and Padilla Law Group, uh, San Diego's father-son injury law firm. Visit padillalawgroup.com, and the Tier 1s have come up with two now $1,000 gift Whew. cards as well. So it's going to be a, a Merry Christmas Around these parts, come next week for our holiday and Christmas extravaganza. Got Grant Brisby calling in right now. We'll talk to him after the traffic check here on 97.3 The Fan. And let's uh, welcome one of our favorite. Grant Brisby from The Athletic is back with us here on 97.3 The Fan. Good morning, Grant. How are you doing? Thanks for having me on. We're it's good. It's our pleasure, man. You make me laugh every yeah. single day, dude. Every single day I see your tweets, and I'm like, God, this is this is really top tier stuff. I, I one thing we need oh, from I'm sorry you. Sorry for you. You're well. <laughs> one thing we need from you this morning. We played this audio earlier, and I need some more thoughts from a Giants follower like yourself on Will Will Clark because <laughs> this was ama- This was amazing from earlier today. How about spending seventy million for a freaking DH? You think that that's freaking Good baseball strategy or what? I mean, come on, man. Yeah, I do. I feel like we're we sound a little critical right now, and we're we're both positive guys. Let's call it like it is. It's the Dodgers. Them. Let them spend all their money for all I care. They kiss my ass. They've been beating our beating our asses up and down the last few years. We need to turn this around. And beat their asses. Unreal. Does Will speak for all Giants fans, Grant? <laughs> Uh, you know that that goes in the pantheon of you know practice. We're talking about practice and yes. playoffs. Yes, I mean, that's for Giants fans specifically. It's a niche version of those, but uh, yeah, I don't think he speaks for Giants fans when it comes to the seventy million DH. Uh, I think they'd really like one of those, uh, especially if he pitches when he's healthy. So yeah, I don't know if that speaks to Giants fans, but uh, the general sentiment, sure. And I think Padres fans, that's like the handshake meme. You know, agree with us. I feel like we're all going to come together, Giants fans and Padres fans, in the next. The enemy know, of my enemy is, is my friend. I think yeah. in the next ten years, you'll see a little more symbiosis. Are we waving a truce with Giants fans. <laughs> it's true. It's very, 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 very true because we both sit. You guys, you know, looking south, yeah. we're looking north, going. What in the hell is going on there? And uh, how do we stop it? And you know, I, I there's guys on my team that I, I really like and enjoy watching playing. And and you guys just added, um, you know, a, a guy who spent a lot of money to get Lee in from Korea. What's been the um, what's been the general consensus from Giants fans? I, I get the sense it's probably not enough for them yet. Not enough yet. They still need. Uh... They really need to build – they're not going to outscore a ton of teams, so they need to build a rotation that makes you go, oh, okay, you know, that that's something. Every guy that they're throwing at us in this four-game series, we don't want to face. You've got a decent start with that with Logan Webb and Alex Cobb. Uh, just one more guy, maybe two more guys. I mean, you're trading for Corbin Burns. If if somehow Yamamoto thinks that uh, the idea of being Otani's rival is appealing to him, it appeals to his competitive spirit, I don't know. But something else would go a very, very long way. In the interim, Lee's, Lee's very exciting. He's new. He's fresh. He makes contact. He's not just some slow galoot who, you know, has a decent walk rate and hits 15 homers a year, which is literally every player on the Giants. He he makes contact. He's fun, high average, all over the, the place. He zips around. He's, his dad was named uh, a son of the wind because he was so fast, and now he's the grandson of the wind. It's exciting. 
Grant Bursby from The Athletic is with us. And, uh, you know, the Giants were in on Arson Judge, didn't get him. <laughs> Carlos Correa didn't pass the physical. Uh, Otani spurned them, even though they offer the exact same thing as the Dodgers. There's this sense that the Giants want to and need to land a superstar. Now, some people said they, they got their star in Lee. Other people have gone, they got a seven kind of hitter in, in Lee. Do the Giants need a superstar or... Is it okay if they can put together a team that wins games without that superstar like they did a few years ago when they won 107 games? Yeah, I think there's there's two possible answers to this. First is the superstar they needed was Bryce Harper, and they whiffed. If they had to do it over again, they might have been able to come over the top. Uh, I don't know if he wanted to play in Oracle Park because of the dimensions and how hitter-unfriendly it, it is, but that's the real miss. It's not Correa. It's not Arson Judge. It's, you know, it's not even Otani. It's whiffing on Bryce Harper because at that moment, that's when the Giants needed the excitement the most to just kind of percolate and carry on into the years uh, to come. The other answer to that is they need to develop their own star. They need Marco Luciano to become that guy because in the, the golden era of Giants baseball, who was it? It's Buster Posey. It's Madison Bumgarner. It's Tim Lincecum. It's Matt Cain. Like, these are guys that you, that came up, and they're rookies. They're unknowns. They're enigmatic. And then all of a sudden, they're superstars and beloved, and they're icons. That's what needs to happen. It hasn't happened in a long time. Logan Webb is a heck of a start, but we're talking it's got to be Luciano. It's got to be Bryce Eldridge. It's got to be Kyle Harrison. These guys have to be the superstars because the Giants, look, it's a it's kind of a bad deal to go out and get a superstar. Like, they, I think they kind of dodged a bullet with Carlos Correa. Uh, you know, what if they put all that money into Javier Baez or something. Right. Free agents are risky, so they gotta they got to do their own work and get their own superstar. You know, and I want to ask you about Buster Posey in a minute. Talking to Grant Brisby here from The Athletic, it will be interesting to me. We had Bob Melvin here, the knock on Bob. There were a lot uh, from Padre fans after it kind of went south. But, you know, many, many made, I mean, hundreds and hundreds of people made this point to me. Well, Bob's not good with superstars. Bob is good at getting the most out of the guys that are on the come, you know, the guys that are are the up-and-comers, which the Giants have, as you just mentioned, a lot of those guys. That, to me, is going to be really interesting. That's when Bob Melvin truly was at his best when those with those athletic teams that um, you know didn't have a lot of – they had a lot of superstars in waiting, but maybe this could work to your advantage, Grant. Yeah, that's not a bad. That's not a bad take. I mean, you you read about uh, the friction that he might have had with some of the higher profile players yep. in San Diego, and then you think about, well, what does Matt Chapman say about him? Matt Chapman's like, this guy's my guy. That's this his my, guy. This is my favorite. This is my surrogate dad, uh, and it makes makes that point. You know, I don't know him personally. I I don't don't. Pay, I didn't pay attention to him that much in San Diego or Oakland just because of the nature of my job is to focus on the Giants. But if he can do that, that's what the Giants need. The Giants, all of these moves that they made that flopped last year, Michael Conforto and Mitch Hanniger, is because they did not have guys waiting in the wings. Uh, it's not good to build teams through free agency. It's very, very risky. And I know what the Rangers just did. But that's the that's an anomaly. That is uh, something that you can't expect to happen every time you're spending nine-figure contracts. Great, Woods. So now that the Padres are going to be relying more on their younger players that are coming up on the come, now we don't have Bob Melvin. Correct. Perfect timing for <laughs> the San Diego Padres. Would have been I never perfect. even thought about that. Coulda, woulda, shoulda. Uh, so yesterday on our show, Grant, I I proposed like a trade idea. And I don't think it'll ever happen because Hassan Kim is incredibly popular down here. He's valuable, defensive. He's only gotten better each year offensively, but he is going into the last year of his contract. 
And I know the Giants could use a shortstop, and now they have his best friend in the world going to be manning center field for their team next season. I think the Giants would have to overpay and, and, and really send a lot, but do you think that would be something the Giants would be, like, consider making an offer for Ha-Sung Kim? Well, it would certainly make a lot of baseball sense for the Giants, maybe not the Padres, but for the Giants, 100%, because now you're able to get uh, Marco Luciano maybe to uh, third base or second base where he profiles a little bit better, uh, and then you get that plus-plus defender up the middle. That would be an outstanding, outstanding baseball move. Would it happen? I just, I don't see it, but you, who knows? I mean, AJ probably you know, he's a wacky guy, uh, so let's see. Uh, I'm looking at the roster. Brett Wisely, do you know him? He's great defensively. Joey Bart. Yeah, yeah. Joey Bart, Brett Wisely, and uh, I'll throw in Ross Stripling. Probably, probably not enough. No, that's not probably enough. Probably not enough. Well, I mean, from, from our perspective, we got, we we got want Jake, Kyle Harris. No we, deal, Grant. No we got deal. Jake Cronenworth, and he can slide back to second base. So I, I like, I want, yeah, we want like Kyle Harrison. That's you're going to, you're going to hurt. Though. This is going to hurt yeah, if we're hurt. pulling off yeah. this trade. It's going to hurt. But, you know, uh, the Giants were, you know, in, in a place where they could have gotten Sean Murphy from the A's, uh, but they they were willing to possibly give up Marco Luciano in that deal. Wow. But they drew the line at Kyle Harrison, and they said, you know what, that's too much. So they actually had Harrison as the one guy that they were going to hold on to uh, to keep. Uh, yeah, so I think I think that might be too much. But the Giants have a ton of really good major league ready arms, I think, in the rotation. I don't know, man. I think it it makes a lot of sense. I'd, I'd like you to maybe make some calls and see if it can happen. <laughs> yeah, we're not going to. AJ doesn't. To, AJ I, doesn't listen to us. No, he definitely doesn't. <laughs> Talking to our pal Grant Brisby from the Athletic and and your your colleague uh, Andrew Baggerly yesterday had a really nice piece in the Athletic as well with with a co- you know a comment that I think is now as comments do taking on a life of its own from Buster Posey. Uh, His quote was something I think is noteworthy, something that unfortunately keeps popping up from players, even the players' wives. There's a bit of an uneasiness with the city itself as far as the state of the city with crime, with drugs. Whether that's all completely fair or not, perception is reality. It's a frustrating cycle. So Buster is essentially uh, he's been in these pitch meetings to try to get these superstars there, and and that's something that has been raised, I guess, by the players. Um, How much of that national perception do you think is really hurting you guys i will uh, i will say that during the winter meetings i was talking with the dodgers writer and he told me in no uncertain terms the dodgers don't think he's going to san francisco because he hates the city so there, there might have been something to that smoke at least with that one specific free agent sure i heard that before all this came out that said I mean, yeah, let's let's uh, worry about the crime in San Francisco. I'm so worried about it. I'm going to go to, uh, let's see, Los Angeles. L.A., right. That, that kind of stuff. is. And then you're, you're thinking about recent history where you, the Warriors are getting Kevin Durant, you know, to come to Oakland. And now you're saying, oh, the superstars are scared of the Bay Area. Come on, man. Like, it's it, the Giants haven't spent money. They don't have an exciting team. That's the bigger reason why he's not in San Francisco and he's in LA, the giants just, what, what do the giants have to offer him? You know, it's if maybe if he hated LA, maybe the giants could say, Hey, this park is cool. We've got a plan for you. Uh, But if he wanted to stay in Southern California, what are you going to do? I just, the real missed opportunity. And I'm actually considering writing about this today is that after that 2021 season, that's when the Giants should have gone nuts. That's when they should have said, here's some nine-figure contracts to uh, Carlos Correa the first time, 
this is where we, hey, we're going to butt in on Freddie Freeman. That's the missed opportunity. Not, you know, it, it's not the city. If they had done that for Freddie Freeman, they had gone in and said, hey, we're going to do nine years and, uh, you know, half a billion dollars. That would have got Freddie Freeman to San Francisco. So, no doubt. you know, I don't think it's the city. Now we know why the Warriors and the 49ers can't get any good players either. Oh, oh wait. <laughs> Doesn't make any sense at all, the, I think the Niners actually play closer to San Diego. That's true. So. That's true. <laughs> the, the deep suburbs of Santa Clara. Grant, I uh, really appreciate it. You're always one of our favorite guests. Uh, welcome anytime. Thank you for joining us this morning. You got it. Thanks for having me on. Appreciate Grant it. Grant Brisby He's from awesome. The Athletic. Uh, yeah, they got, they got Jung Ho Lee. He was not unamenable to a Hassan Kim deal, but they are in no way going to part with uh, Kyle Harrison. I wouldn't either. Sounds like for any anything at this I, I, at this I, point. I, I would not either. And I can't um, see the Padres doing a deal, especially in division, without knowing it's going to hurt badly that other team. Yeah, for sure. You know, I would consider trading Hassan Kim because any player going into the last year of their contract has to be... You have to be under consideration. You have to listen to, to trade offers, but in division, you'd have to make it hurt and hurt badly. And Ross Stripling ain't does do not it. do it for me, my friend. <laughs> as much as we need the arms, uh, no, Ross Stripling does not do it Ain't for gonna me. Ain't going to do it uh, for me, but uh, yeah, always fun to chat uh, with Grant Brisby. We don't do it enough, to be fair, to Grant Brisby. I would, uh, he's well, so Well, we've good, said it before. Man. He is, uh, you know, he works that writer's schedule. Yeah, he's tough to get. That, like, it's got to be 9.35. That's the, that's, that's like it. the earliest he'll yeah, do that's the earliest so, he'll do. Well, he's, he also, also, he's got a couple of kids, yeah. and he's yep. got he's in charge of morning drop-off yep. at school and all that. So he's got the late nights, the drop-off at school. He's, it's tough, but he is always But we'll occasionally we sneak him in in our last segment of the day uh, at 9.35, and always happy to do so. Got a recommendation for you guys, uh, the baseball heads out there, which I know many of you are, most of you probably are. Our pal Eno Saris did a podcast. He does a podcast called Rates and Barrels. Um, I listened to it yesterday on Spotify. He had Kyle Bodie on, Ben, talking about player development. And Kyle Bodie, we've interviewed many, many times, uh, runs driveline. Um, and they talked about some of the... The next waves in in baseball player Is that development. Two of the smartest minds in baseball. On it's a almost like <laughs> I I was almost like listening in shame. <laughs> I was, and I was like, I I understand about a quarter of this, but the the stuff I did, and it was interesting how he talked about, um, you know, look, if you're a Padres fan, you're going to listen to it and go, God dang it, it makes you a little bit. They do do a part about Mookie Betts and how Mookie Betts is one of the hardest workers in baseball and how he will go out and literally take like an hour and a half of ground balls at shortstop, which he doesn't play, which he's never played. He just likes to do it. He likes to play baseball. He said the uh, impact of, of Mookie's work ethic on guys like James Outman, when your superstars are out there, your guys that have gotten their bag, when they're out there grinding, he he talked about how the Dodgers are pretty good at identifying guys like that, and I just went, man, okay. And but they did talk about some player development stuff. the The way that they're using AI is really fascinating as far as keeping one message throughout an entire organization. AI they record all their meetings. Like it's fascinating. It's a fascinating it's, look. I you know to the Mookie point. I would. I love players who love baseball the way we love baseball as fans. You always hate to fi- feel like guy is simply doing it for the money, and, and he's great. But hey, if he could make that kind of money doing something else, he'd be somewhere else. You don't want to cheer for that kind of guy. So you like guys who love baseball. 
going out and taking a bunch of ground balls at shortstop doesn't really do anything for me. Now, I know Mookie's moving to the infield this year. Yeah, I think really, Dave yeah, Roberts says he's going to be second base this year, um, which, a, which is fine. It's great. But it's a long season. And I don't have a problem with guys also pacing themselves and resting themselves and not overworking. You know, well, you're in the right place, buddy. Tommy Pham. Jake Cronenworth worked his butt off last year to struggle. Worked his butt off to struggle last year. It doesn't always equal results just by, you know, getting in the cage more, doing more ground balls. It's got to be, it's it's that thing. It clicks. You can go out to the driving range as a golfer. At a thousand A thousand balls. balls. Nothing happens. You can take one swing that just something clicks in, and all of a sudden you're locked in. It was more about the identification by the Dodgers of knowing what a baseball rat he was yeah. before they committed that money to him. So it was more on the Dodgers and, and less on Mookie. It's a really good listen. Check it out. Rates and Barrels. All right, we got uh, one more show tomorrow. If you missed it earlier, uh, Kyle Higashioka will be joining yeah. us in our 8 a.m. segment tomorrow. Looking forward to that. Until then, we got got uh, Coach Braden's back, I see, next. Uh, and then we're back at 6 a.m. tomorrow. For Paul Rydell, Stephen Woods, I'm Ben Higgins. Have a great rest of your Thursday. From all of us here at 97.3 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.